Welcome to Alphabet Flight, your encyclopedic journey through the Marvel Universe where we look over all the characters you know and love and have forgotten, forgotten as well. I'm your temporary host, Jordan, and with me today is someone who can sense other people's ideals of beauty, maybe? Michael! Oh, oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's an interesting description. I'm worried now. Yeah, well, there's... Uh, I, uh, I, as, and I kind of agree with Jesse. There's some problems with some of the things that happen with this character, but at least later on, they do a lot better. But today, we're going to be talking about Megan. Oh, Megan. Yeah, so do you recognize or know who Megan is? Um, I, I've never read a lot of Excalibur. I, I read the MI13 series, and I, kn- I know mm-hmm. her in that from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know she's got the, the weird adaptive power, powers where she, like, shapeshifts based on what people think she should be. Think that's her deal? Yeah, far, part of her powers is, is basically... Like, for the longest time, her form that she took was uh, Brian Broddock's ideal form of a... a a beautiful woman form. So, you know, that's not, yeah, that's not good, but yeah. But speaking of which, that's the image we have from her in the, in, the, <laughs> in her, this is her current, what her current, uh, first appearance was. And, uh, would you like to give a shot of what she looks like? Um, well, that, 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 that is a, Big boobed lady with really big blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I think at the time her costume was kind of a little bit well, I mean I I was gonna say uh little it was a little I was gonna avoid saying a little bit revealing, but it it was also kind of uh singular, like that I think she was kind of like had one of those very a uh, very distinctive co- uh a costume that a lot of people would actually like recognize if they ever saw saw it. What little there is of it, but it's it's basically a a body, uh, co- covering co- costume. Yeah. So now I do have a more modern appearance of her. Okay. Uh, which I think is much better and kind of awesome. That is a much improved look. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's still blonde and, and I guess Savalt, but she's pretty much much more uh, confident and in control. And, and in this picture, she happens to be holding her kid, which I actually forget what the name of the child is. I mean, maybe it's like her, her hair and her ears. It gives me Zelda vibes. Yeah. Uh, Tania Jean. That's, that's their child's name. That, that, that's a pretty good name. So, uh, also, I will point out the mentions here is that the first American appearance was New Mutants Annual Number 2, but 
we're not going to go off of that because she actually was in in, in Marvel English comics or in, uh, London UK. comics for yeah for a while, and her appearance there was in uh, Mighty World of Marvel Volume Two Number Seven, which came before the New Units, which. It's an odd cover, but I think that's because London had had the the their comics like the, a lot of the Marvel comics they did were like anthology things yeah, where they, they would like they had do... a bunch of issues all in one thing. So it also had like a Wolverine and Daredevil thing there. So it had this it has this weird hodge like hodgepodge of a uh, cover art there with like an image with one image of uh, Captain Britain, but also <laughs> a brooding Wolverine in the dark. That- I mean that is a quality brooding Wolverine, though. Yeah, it it is it is a very it's he's also he's wearing his uh what's that jacket called the one with it's got the with the the, the fur yeah with the fur collar that he he tends to wear a lot yeah yeah no his, his traditional I'm not with the X Men I'm go I'm off having sad solo <laughs> adventures for a while costume yeah the only thing he's missing is his eye patch but I think he only wears that in Matapor. No, no, no! See that—that's his. I'm having, I'm having kind of racist adventures <laughs> for a while. Uh, all right, so let me give you her uh, stats here. Her real name is Megan, which again we find out later that it's actually like uh, Megan Pusiano. I forget how you say that. Like P U C E A N U. Uh oh. And she does eventually actually marry Brian Braddock, so she also has that as a part of her surname. A terrible decision. So it's like Persona Braddock. Uh, her occupation is adventurer. Her identity is publicly known. Her legal status is citizen of the United Kingdom with no criminal record. Other aliases are none known. Place of birth is Great Britain near uh, near Fenborough Station. Marital status is sing- well at the time that this, time this article was made single. Uh, known relatives, parents, but they were de- they were depicted but not named. Uh, group affiliation: Excalibur, and her base of operations is uh, Captain Britain's Lighthouse, the Excalibur headquarters off the coast of Britain. And like I said, the there's a mar- marcher where it purposely says first American parents was New Mutants Annual Number Two, but we'll go off the Mighty World of Marvel here. Um, okay. Okay, and I will say this ahead of time. I am going to have to edit because of the G word is used because this was back then when it does it was not used where yeah, like Americans use yeah there are slurs I, yeah yeah. However, uh, in a rec- I when I was looking up in her one of the uh, wiki like you know fan wiki things, they actually mark her as a, use a term that's supposedly for British Romani called. Romani Chal, R M A N I C H A L. Now, I'm not going to use that, but I would like to point out that if that is true, that is kind of like, you know, a nice way of like, okay, that's that's you know that that's the people that she probably came from. Okay. Hopefully, I, that's. I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I unfortunately am not too sure, but I thought I'd point it out in case, uh, you know, some people actually you know, knew that or, or, or could say, oh yeah, that, that's, that's. If there are listeners better qualified on this issue. Yes. Yes. 
But anyways, uh, Megan was born near what legend claims to be the site of an ancient British fortress that was place of dark sorcery. It was in part because of the legend that Megan's parents, who were Romani, believed her to be a demon when she was born. The infant Megan was covered with fur and resembled an animal. In actuality, Megan was imbued with the power to alter her shape, and she had taken this fur-covered form instinctively as a response to the bi- bitterly cold weather at the time of her birth. By the way, I have an actual image of it, and I, I honestly think it's more adorable than scary. Aw, nah, it's a cute little fuzz baby. Yeah. Unaware of her shape-changing powers, Megan retained her furry form as she grew into adolescence and regarded herself as a freak. She eventually met the costume advent- uh, champion Captain Britain and went to live with him and his sister Betsy at their ancestral home, Broadock Manor. The time finally came that Megan realized that she could alter her physical appearance, whereupon she first assumed the form she normally uses today, that of a beautiful young woman with long blonde hair. After making this transformation, her relationship with Captain Britain changed considerably, for they soon became lovers. Yeah, that's... That's not something I would really kind of brag about, in, even in a yeah, no. in a encyclopedia. No, it's, it's still creepy. Yeah. Uh, like Captain Britain, Megan is a founding member of Excalibur, a team of superhuman champions based in the United Kingdom. And like I said, that's since this is her earlier appearance, that's pretty much it that they had there. Um, I know in later times they find out that she is a mutant, but she's also uh, fey-blooded. Like, she has connections to the... the magical fae of, of, of Marvel's London and Britain kind of places, so she uh, has, like, just, like, extra stuff like that. I think she recently appeared in some, uh, like, in X, in the latest Excalibur stuff as well. Right. Or at least, at least, uh, I'm seeing something here as early as, uh, tw- uh as, as, 2019 so she's she's still around um yeah at some point basically after in the latest storyline i do know that uh uh brian broddick has lost has lost his lost uh the, like captain Britain powers that yeah him now yeah and there's like a captain Britain core things there and um and like she's i think she has some uh what they've called the other world is like the fairy realm thing at you know the times that where uh, Merlin went and went to and I mean the actual wizard Merlin not the alien pretending to be Merlin or that other Merlin because there are three Merlins in the Marvel universe well, you know. Ugh. but it's it's kind of it's kind of nice to see that uh she's kind of like really became into into her own and uh, they've like fleshed her out much, much better as a character. Yeah, uh, I, I've only really read what, like the one thing with her, like am I am I thirteen? But it was yeah. her first appearance, and that was really, really striking. Like, she, yeah, for some reason, presumably from Excalibur, she was stuck in hell for a while, and like had was like this just giant de- demon creature, and like. Slow, slowly made her way back and like remained that until she found Brian again and then turned back into you know <laughs> pretty woman. Yeah. Um. There is. Uh. I think. Uh. One of the ni- nicer things. Uh. Well, not nicer, but kind of like they do address the fact about 
the convent, like the the Stones of Forge, like somewhere in this wiki, I'm trying to remember. They they point out that the Brian and and Megan did have a conversation where like she realizes that the form she takes is his ideal form of beauty, and that's and he said that that was what originally drawn her to her, and she admits that she was originally drawn to him because of his Captain Britain mystical powers. But at the same time, they said, but they kind of also realized that they've grown grown past that. So they kind of, like, acknowledged it and told and then, us they went past it. And then just kind of brushed it off and, you know, didn't actually do anything with it, which, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure quite a f- especially in, like, her latest uh, showings and stuff like that, she's, she's shown that if, you know, that... Uh, if Brian and her had a relationship, they've at least shown that it is an actual relationship. But again, you know, that's, I will point out that, uh, when she was in house of X, she, uh, or, or, uh, in a, like, uh, shunted plane of existence of like age of X-Men or some kind of world. She actually was, uh, having, uh, a relationship with Nightcrawler and not Brian, so... Yeah, I think yeah. that was a thing during Excalibur. Like, there was a kind of love triangle. Yeah. Like, I've heard that third... I've heard that second hand, though, so I, I don't know. Oh, well. Anyways, uh, let's go over her... Uh... <laughs> so, her characteristics. Height, variable. Weight, variable. Eyes, variable. Hair, variable. That's a problem with shapeshifters. <laughs> yep. Uh, as uh, Jesse has pointed out, I for people like Mystique, how could you ever be able to like pin a crime on them when they can just say there's like other, you know, like, oh, a shapeshifter did it? Because there are shapeshifters that literally can be down like almost to the genetic level and... and you can't yeah. you can't just say without like a reasonable doubt that sometimes in some situations that might have happened. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, shape shapeshifters are weird. <laughs> Megan possesses the normal human strength of a woman of her age, height, and build who engages in moderate regular exercise. Uh known superhuman powers. Megan is a mutant possessing various superhuman powers. Megan is a metamorph who can alter her physical form at will. Her facial f- features and overall physical appearance often change to a degree with her mood. Hence, she might become considerably less attractive when she's... I wouldn't say that's less attractively. I mean, maybe she'll look more, like, angry or, or maybe take on more bestial form, like, you know, characteristics to, like, roar her anger. But anyways, considerably less attractive when she is deeply depressed. Oh, oh I see. Like, when she's depressed, she might just, like, you know... Like her hair might look flat. Okay, sorry. I thought I thought it was co- talking about how like if she got angry she would become less thing, but it's like if she's depressed she actually will. Which honestly, it, when I'm in in a pre- depressive mood, I don't really take care of myself. So yeah, that that that, that makes thematic sense. Yes, that makes thematic sense. Uh, she may consciously or unconsciously alter her appearance to resemble people or even animals that she is with at the time. Megan can draw energy from the earth and project it in bursts of concussive power. Megan possesses the power to fly, presumably through psionically levitating herself. Uh, Megan's life force and superhuman powers are dependent upon the mystical forces within the British Isles. 
Her powers and health will deteriorate if she remains for too long a time outside Britain. Her health and superhuman powers will also function normally in certain magical realms and other dimensions. And like I said, it was a small article that that's all there is about her. So anything uh, else you'd like to say about uh, Megan here? Uh, no, I, I don't don't have much to say about, about Megan. She, <laughs> she's an interesting character that I don't think is like, I mean, like she's got to, to do stuff, but I don't think she's like ever really, I mean, her powers make it hard for her to be her own person. Yeah, yeah, the the fact that a lot of her stuff seems to be affected by other people is kind of a bad thing, which is why I kind of want to pick up some of the newer stuff that she's done, like with Crook. Uh, she's apparently been uh, working with Betsy and, and stuff on, or something that ties with the Krakoa stuff and stuff like that, and I want to see if she's like become more of her own person, like like that image I showed you definitely shows her being a lot much more confident and in control. So, yeah. All right. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Michael of Healy, and you can find my collection of short stories on Smashwords. And now that's about it. All right, and I'll plug our social media and things as well, as usual. Uh, you can find us at Alphabet Flight, all one word, at Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we also have a Patreon under that there, where, as I said, like uh, any little bit will help. Uh, current uh, f- For such things as like helping Jesse rebuild his computer. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook under the, t- under the group name HodgePod Group. Uh, and with that, I'll may Khonshu protect you through all your night travels. Goodbye. Goodbye.